rated. You know? I just got to share with a, a, a discovery class this morning kind of the history of our church. Church, I, I shared absolutely none of those moments where we were balanced. You know the moments I shared? The moments we were out on the end of the limb. And we were being bold for him and he came through. That's the stories you remember. That night when Peter said, Lord, is it you? He was asking him because his eyes were on Jesus. Lord, is it you? If it's you, bid me come to you. And he stepped out of the boat. You wonder what the other 11 guys did? Whoa, Pete. That's a little overboard. Sorry. But to this day, there's only one person other than Jesus that can tell you what it's like to walk on water. That wasn't about balance. Balance was in the boat. Boldness was stepping out on water. Again and again, I make decisions about my life. What's going to be that next adventure? You know, falls just around. Are school buses running through your neighborhoods already? Hello? Anybody ready for fall? Me neither. Here it comes. Life has a way of just coming in upon us, doesn't it? And some, sometimes if we calculate that future with our eyes not on him, we calculate that future as if we're up against it alone. And instead of making us bold, it makes us timid. I started looking at all the things that I've committed myself to this fall. And I said, Lord, I can't do this. And the Lord said, who asked you to do these things? If I asked you, you don't think I can provide? Amen. You don't think I'll meet you in the middle of your faithfulness and your obedience? Of course you're over your head. There's room for me in this. What would happen if we had our eyes so on him that our commitments that we make and then those commitments that make us were were calculated in such a way to leave room for him. What, what if in, instead of just considering the balance of what we're stepping out and into, we also considered the adventure of meeting Jesus in it? What kind of things would we choose? How then would we live different? It reminds me of a football game, and since it's about that season, I think it's appropriate to share this this morning. Uh, the football game between the big animals and the little animals. Do you remember this story? The big animals were playing the little animals. I'll let you decide which one's which there. Uh, and the first half was just a trounce. The, the, the big animals were just running all over them. They, could, they couldn't stop them. The little animals were just beaten up and run over, run down. And at the half, something happened, though. At the half... Uh, it was a different deal after it. They gave the ball to the rhino in the backfield. He started around right end, and all of a sudden he was just tripped up, came up, dirt all in his horn. They huddled up the big animals again. This time, well, let's give it to the gorilla. Let's pass it to the gorilla. And as soon as the gorilla got the ball, he was smacked back another six yards just behind the line of scrimmage. It was a loss on the play. What is going on? All of a sudden, it was fourth down, and they were kicking. And the big animals came over to the side. The offense came off the field. And the quarterback turned to the others and said, 
What happened at halftime? Well, there's another small animal out there this half. Who's the other small animal? They said it's the centipede. The centipede, the quarterback said. Where was the centipede the first half? He was putting on his shoes. If, if we really left room for God to be our partner in life, what would happen if the church got its shoes on again, started stepping out of the boat, started trusting him in the adventure? What if we looked at this fall? Lord, you gave me this family. I prayed for this family. This family is too much for me. <laughs> but not without him. Go to the parenting class. Learn all you can, but open up that prayer journal and start realizing the prayers you prayed last year that he's already answered and the prayers that are yet to be answered that you can start anticipating. Through it all. Through it all, Lord Jesus, our eyes are on you. Every week we come and we partake of this meal because more often than that, We need the reality of you in our lives. On the night that he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread. He gave thanks to you, our Father, and he broke the bread. And he gave it to his disciples, and he said, take and eat. This is my body, broken for you. Do this as often as you partake of it in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, and he said, take and drink from this, all of you. All of you, let no one be left out. Because this is for you. And for many. For the forgiveness of sins. Lord Jesus, pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread and upon us, your people. Father, fill us with power that's not our own. Water-walking power bold living power make us more than who we are make us who we can be when you live in us and you live through us fill us afresh Holy Spirit this morning we ask in the name of Jesus whom you glorify Jesus who taught us to pray saying our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We invite you to this open table hosted by our Lord Jesus Christ and welcome to you. This morning as you come, if you desire uh, bread that's been sealed and is uh, therefore virus-free and even um, gluten-free, those packets are over here to the far left, just my, my right and your left. Just wanted you to know that those were available as well this morning. God bless you as you come. Partake of Jesus.